Ramble. Olivia sleeps naked. I sleep. Everyone knows. I could have done that better. I I could have done more with this today. I could have done more yesterday. Like it's just constantly like needing to be more than what you are. So much of it was like, oh, how did you get on the channel? Which guy are you sleeping with, Ian or Anthony? Don't like games on a screen. You don't like, have games on your phone? Yeah, Instagram. <laughs> nice. You got crystals in your bladder? Yeah, it hurts. Okay. <laughs> Guys, welcome to another episode of the Smosh Cast. I'm Courtney, your host today, and I'm here with Olivia Sway and Mari Takahashi. Ooh, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. Ooh, it's us. Last week you got the boys, and this week you got the... I mean, whatever you want to be. Yeah. Whatever you feel you've you are. you got us. But you got us. you got us. You guys look so cute today. Mari, your freaking sweatsuit. So cute. Hell Thanks. Yeah. I'm renting. Hair. I'm renting it from the runway now. What? Oh, wow. Have you guys heard of Rent the Runway? Yes. I think my sister uses that. Yeah. I don't go shopping anymore. I just rent stuff for like a week or like two weeks at a time. That's awesome. Dude. That's crazy. Yeah. I love shopping. Yeah. I, that's my problem. I love I ha- shopping. I hate it. Really? I hate it. Yeah. I hate going to the mall. <sighs> I don't <sighs> like online shopping. I don't like doing any of it. And then this stuff is stupid expensive. Guess how much this set is? The the, the, the pants, pants and the sweatshirt? Yeah. Guess how much somebody would pay? Five. <gasps> Jesus. Like, why would why, why would you spend... Stop spending $500. It's like Stella McCartney or no, something? No, it's called Pam and Jella. Who oh. the hell is Pam and Jella? Okay, it's Sounds really like comfortable. It feels really good. Like, I slipped it on. Oh, and I was like, wow. ooh, it's like silk. Like, it feels real good. But it's like, who spends that much money? Yeah, dude. So yeah, That's I'm crazy. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, that is good for you. Thanks. Yeah, I yeah, she I go through it. fashion a lot. I my style changes a lot, so I feel like that would be good for me because I'm just constantly buying new stuff and donating the old stuff. Yeah, so. it's good. It saves the planet. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's recycling clothing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, technically, I'm just wearing um, a sweater that my mom bought me at Uniqlo. Ooh, nice. I and love Uniqlo. I chose not to wear makeup because we're getting real. You I actually hate wearing makeup when I don't have to. Yeah, man. I yeah. wish I I wish I had the confidence to just like not wear any. I think I'm getting there. My skin is like finally in a really Your good place. Your skin looks great. Yeah. Thank you. Looks Do good. I have eyebrows on right now? Like does it look like my eyebrows are I see brow. Yeah, you see brow a little yeah, bit. I see natural okay. brow. I hope you guys are able to see like a little bit of brow. And you used to have um eyelash extensions all the time. Yeah, so now same I with don't. me. Now I don't. I have falsies on today. But. You look great. Everyone looks great. You guys are you so guys beautiful. Look great. You look great. Your soul is beautiful. <laughs> Um, I'm wearing a Smosh hoodie. Oh, guess what? What? It, this is that throwback hoodie. Yeah. It's back. If you guys want to get a Smosh.store, there's also a couple other new items as well. We have a Tinder for Hot Dogs thing, another special white hoodie, I think. Nice. Uh, yeah, so check those out. And we got our, our bottles. So what have you guys been up to? I mean, outside of this. Renting the runway. Renting <laughs> the runway. Um, personally, I've been working on, like, like, taking care of myself oh, and it feels okay. really good like I, I haven't uh had like a workout routine that I've stuck to since I quit dancing and it's been a long time I feel like without knowing it I was kind of like in like I don't want to say depressive state because obviously it's I, I wasn't in a depression but it's like, like a slump yeah I was definitely in a place where I was not happy for a long time with mm. the lack of exercise and I let mm. it happen for like a like a few years oh yeah that's how long ago you stopped dancing yeah I stopped dancing four years ago 
and I just kind of like let it go and go and go and 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 I was kind of like using what I had from before and kind of like you know almost like dipping into the savings of like what my like body can go through Mm -hmm. um and then from the start of this year like I've just kind of like been like you know what it's time and so it's felt really good nice thanks we're all I think gym freaks here a little bit oh I like I can't go more than two days without working out like I just like today I missed my workout class I I thought I set an alarm but I didn't and then I was just so bummed because you know I like to start my day like sweaty and awake that's why I'm kind of like a little sleepy right now Mm. because I didn't get to work out this morning and I'm just like so bummed yeah. I'm so upset. <laughs> Dude, I remember when you first started taking those classes and I remember like when you realized like I am addicted to this and I'm I'm going to do this all the time. Yeah. It was like a couple I don't years love ago. I love working out like getting there sucks, but when I'm in it, I'm like super focused and it's like I love it cuz it's it's a form of cuz I used to dance my whole life, mm-hmm. so it's like exercising was always a part of my life and then when you stop dancing, you're like Oh, like this doesn't feel normal. Like I'm always moving, so it's mm-hmm. like I'm. I have to get back into like mm-hmm. using my body and working out. When was the last time you did like a dance thing, a class or a show? I actually had to take a ballet class a couple weeks ago because I had an audition for oh. this show, and then so I was like, oh my god, I haven't da- I haven't done ballet in like five years. So I or six years. So I was like, and they want like they were looking for someone that like is really good at ballet, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh. And then um, I was just like, I got to, like, get back into it so I look at least like I'm a mm. ballerina still, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that was me with track. I did track, all like, my whole, like, li- like childhood into teens, and then in high school I stopped, and then I discovered the gym pretty early on as my replacement, but, like, I definitely had that slump where it's like, oof. And then even – in random sporadic parts of this job, I, like, would stop for a long time. It definitely, like, keeps you sane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I used to get rid of my anger, like, a lot through that. I've talked about that on a previous episode, but it's such a good, like, mental refresh. Oh, I- for sure. I think, um, do you guys remember when I had my bald spot in my head? Yes, dude. Yeah. How is it? How long is it now? Oh, it's, it's fully- completely gone. What? But I had, like alopecia like right here and so um I was like how am I gonna fix this so then the doctor was like yeah like I think you're just stressed so if you just go to the gym or you just relax yourself do something (laughs) to just you know keep your nerves down like it'll your hair will grow back so I just started going to the gym more and like working out every day it didn't really help my hair grow back I had to actually go get shots but it so then I just like I was like oh, I love this. This is, like, another way to manage, like, my stress. That was so crazy. I remember, like, when we were in that old office and you showed us that, and we are like, oh, my gosh. We were all, like, checking on it I know. I named her Wanda. (laughs) (laughs) You're like a pigeon that's, like, what are they called when they, they, like, start picking out their feathers because they're stressed out? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, except I wasn't picking it. It just fell out. I haven't had stress. I don't know how stress would affect me physically like that. Like, I don't know. What Have you ever had anything like? Um, I think it, for me, it used to come out with, I don't know. I kept so much stress in. Dancing mm-hmm. was the source of my stress for most of my life until I stopped. And so I think it, I would just manifest it into like like knots in my body, mm. to be honest. And I think I was just so compacted with stress in my body. And so, yeah, like I've, I've had a, a very, very 
intense love hate with dancing oh, my whole wow. life. So, yeah, I think I think it would just come out in like like stresses like in my body. Like oh. I could almost feel like tension happening like when I get too close to it again. Oh so, my gosh. Was it your choice when you started dance, or did your mom, like, put you in? Oh, it wasn't my choice. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, I'm a second-generation dancer, if anyone knows. Um, So I was put into dance when I was two. But all I ever wanted to do was, like, kick stuff and, like, do karate. So dance fighting, um, dance fighting, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) intense dance fighting. But it was, like, the, the one track that I was put on, and then it became my job, and then... Uh, it became okay for me to just kind of live that life Mm. until literally, and it's so weird because people say this all the time, but like literally like YouTube saved my life. Like it totally put it on a completely different track. Starting with the Smosh audition or? Yeah. Really? Literally. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. So to answer your question, I think it comes in like knots and I start doing this with my shoulders and like I get really like tense because I keep everything in. But over the past, like, I would say, like, really, like, decade, I've gotten really much better with just, like, communicating. And once I stopped dancing completely, like, I've just been mm-hmm. able to, like, work on me and, like, mentally and all that stuff. So, Do you ever get, like, massages for <laughs> that? I've been getting massages <laughs> since I was about 13. I've wow. been doing. I've been getting body work, going to chiropractors, therapy, PT, all of it since I was 13. And st- it was like no remedy because it was like <sighs> internal. It was like an emotional thing yeah. that just like comes out into like your body. Crazy how stress can like it. it yeah. It just kind of manifests in like it these comes really out. strange ways. Emotional situations definitely like come out and um, and act physically. Like mm-hmm. I think I think acne is actually my stress. Like mm-hmm. do the shutdown. And when we were trying to film sketches and stuff and even into the start when it's like we're all nervous and trying to get everything back in the grind Mm -hmm. again, like Mm -hmm. my skin was the worst, like literally worse than it was back in 2015 when I started. Mm. Like it it was – ugh. I literally in the scenes – I was, like, acting or whatever, but in my mind, I'm, like, screaming. I'm, like, no one look at me. Like, I hate this. I hate that there's a close-up on my face right now. And it was, like, it's just stress. I think a lot of it was stress. Um, And I get that because it's, like, a cycle because you think that everyone's looking at your Mm -hmm. face. And literally, no one's ever looking at your face. Like, Mm -hmm. everyone doesn't care you know what I mean because they're all worried about themselves too totally (laughs) totally but in your mind it's the loudest thing and it feels like there's like like a flashlight like on like like your pimples like I used to have really bad acne as well um and it feels so big in your head and it feels so terrible and then on the outside it's like it's like nothing it's a it's a weird yeah, dude. It's a, it's a weird thing you have to fight through. Yeah, now that it's, like, finally clear, I'll, like, I'll be, like, looking in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, I actually have, like, nice other features. You look really good. Thank I'm you. noticing it from across this table, and I think your skin looks really great. Thank I you. haven't seen it look this clear in a while. Yeah. Sorry, like that didn't mean to be. No, that's But it literally honest. looks really good. Thank you. It, like, I'm, I'm even wearing, like, a less coverage foundation now because, like, I don't have any, like, I just, mm-hmm. I'm working on scarring now. That's mostly it. But, yeah, like, I... It's, like, all I see, and I feel like I have, like, the plague. Mm-hmm. And if I feel like, oh, if people are, like, we're messing around, they, like, touch my face, I'm like, oh, God, do you feel, like, oh, do you feel gross that you, like, accidentally touched? <sighs> like, it was such a, oh, mm. my God. But, like, now that it's gone, like, I don't even think about it at yeah. all. Yeah. And it's, that's it's nice. so crazy because that cycle continues, too, where it's, like, you feel good from the inside, so then your skin responds mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. It's the weirdest cycle. It's wild. It works together. I see on your Instagram stories sometimes, like, when you get those wild facials, Olivia. Yeah. 
Those are fancy looking. Like, I like used to mist. get them more because um, when we were traveling to Sacramento a lot, we would mm. be traveling and our makeup was so intense. We would just cake it on and it would be 12 hours and there'd be just more powder on my face. And we'd fly back and my skin would just look so bad. Like it's just like your skin, your pores are just clogged. And so I would go get these facials. Now I, I actually haven't gone in so long because... I feel like I've been drinking more water mm. and I'm just taking care of my skin more now. Yes, taking care of ourselves. Yes. Self-care, <laughs> So I baby. guess back to your original question, and this is what we've been up to, self-care. Self-care. <laughs> Honestly, same. Like, I, I'm in, I am here a lot, but, like, self-care. Like, my whole weekend previously was, like, I did laundry and stuff, but then all Sunday was just, like, gave my hair yeah. a treatment, my skin a treatment, just, like, a Amazing. Break. It's cool that that's just, like, an overall conversation that's happening for both men and women these mm-hmm. days where it's, like, like, I love Queer Eye. Like, I think that's such a great mm-hmm. show and, like, mm-hmm. the message is wonderful because at the end of the day, it's, like, it's just about caring enough about yourself to give yourself the time to, yeah. you know, regardless if you're a woman, you're used to, like, having that sort of, like mentality of like oh you know you got to take care of your skin blah 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 like I think a lot of men don't get that from a young age I don't know in some ways like society doesn't allow them to care for themselves and so I think both men and women are I don't know just getting the time to talk about it yeah and then people around them understand where it's like oh let's go Friday let's go out Friday night you're like you know what I'm gonna take care of myself and instead of the the culture that I think we grew up with and so much so like in the 80s and the 90s where it's like no you're 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 a fucking loser if you don't go out blah Mm -hmm. blah blah people are so supportive of it now yeah Yeah. and I think that's so cool it's just like it's like like, contagious it's like oh I see you doing this and you're 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 caring about yourself and you're loving yourself and I see that you're a much happier person and then it's like okay then I'm gonna do that for me too and it's like my friends like if this is like such a simple thing like my best friends they all love taking baths <laughs> I cannot take a fucking bath Same. because first of all it's hot and um, <laughs> I start sweating and I get dizzy and I'm just like not relaxed I'm so not relaxed when I'm taking a bath and I see my friends like they come out of their bath and like oh my god it feels so good and then so I was like all right, I'm going to buy some bath salts. And then I start taking these baths now. I took a bath last night. And you love I, it now? I mean, I don't love it. I mean, I, I appreciate it. Like, I feel so calm. And mm-hmm. it's because like my friends influence me to, like, do self-care while I'm doing that. Yeah. I am I have a hair mask. And then and then I come out of this whole experience feeling really confident about myself because I just loved myself. Yeah, do you, you know spoiled I mean? yourself just Yeah, then. and it's just like I walk around with this better positive energy and I don't feel insecure like, because I'm taking care of myself. Yeah, I just feel like I don't get clean, like, with the bath. I feel well, like I have to take a shower after also. Yeah, yeah take a and I feel like afterwards. then that, like, cancels out the shower before and after. Yeah. Before, too? What well, if you shower before? You're just, because you're before and then, because if you don't shower before, then you're sitting in your muck. Well, I shower yeah. twice, a, twice a day. Shower twice a day. I have to shower twice yeah. a day. Okay, so what if you, because you, you shower before, scrub everything so it's all clean, and then you can take the bath and not worry about it. Maybe. No, but then your bathtub uh, but then is you're, dirty. What if your bathtub's dirty? But you dirty. were clean from the shower. No, no, no. I yeah, have no, to, you need to. I have to scrub my bathtub. <laughs> you know what kind of gunk is in your bathtub? I have a nice bathtub. I don't know what the material is, but like stuff doesn't yeah, really stick to it. Yeah, but still, it's a it's a mental thing. I don't know. Let's do a, a blue yeah. light oh, oh, one. <laughs> this is what's inside your tub. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like just the idea of a bath is great. Like yeah. you're just spoiling yourself. And yeah. 
Well, like even just a face mask for me, I'm just like, mm, I yeah, did it. it's and then you're mm-hmm. like, I'm so happy and it just carries out through your day and it's it's great. It's nice because it's like self-care isn't so much about like, OK, I'm going to look hot now. Yeah. Like it's it's like about feeling good. It's like it's, it's from not, the inside. Yeah. Self-care and self-love is like becoming this thing. And like now I don't feel like it's like, oh, I'm, I need to do this because it's going to make me look pretty. It's like it literally is like a transformation inside, too. I, I got to say, like, I feel like. I don't see you every day, Courtney, but the energy that I feel from you now when I see you, it's you're so relaxed and calm and so happy, like from the inside. And it makes me really, really happy to see it. Like, it's just like you just seem so I don't know. I just feel like you're so content and so happy. I don't know what you've been doing, but it's it's working. Like you look you look great and you've. Thank you. Oh, God. I mean, like, I, I, like, I'm, like, so, like, I'm just, like, uh, just, like, I just feel so happy for you. And it's just, like, your your energy is so infectious. And I just, Aww. like, I'm, like, not that you were bad before. Oh, that's terrible. But no, you weren't. I it's know, just, like, I just feel, like, you're so happy with yourself. And, like, that makes me happy. And I'm able to see it. And I just think it's Thank great. Thank you. I don't hear stuff like that very often. Or maybe I don't really fully hear it when people say it to me. So it means a lot. And that feels good because I feel happier. I do. Good. I can it's see awesome. it. I've, I can feel it. Cool. I feel like it's kind of everywhere. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with our, like, work situation. Yeah, for sure. You know, and it's interesting because I'm sure the audience sees everything from the outside and, you know, we let people in as much as we want mm-hmm. yeah. and as much as, like, we can. And, like, before, it's like we were all working together. We we love working with each other. And that, that was never, like, that was always the constant. It was just the environment that didn't breed happiness for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's so different. Yeah. And it's coming out in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. I, I love seeing um, comments about our upcoming VidCon yeah. and, you know, being able to see things like we're doing stuff all together yeah, as dude. one big family. Our meet and greet is all of us. That's oh, crazy. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I love that, A, for, like, the audience members so that they don't have to use, like, two of their VidCon tickets for two separate yeah. groups. Yeah. I, I love that we're able to do that because there isn't a corporate overlord being like, no, well, these are two different brands. And mm-hmm. how does that work for packaging? And, yeah. you know, all these words that don't matter at the end of the day. Totally. I do have an anxiety of like, because, you know, they, like some people come up and they want to hug all of us. And like, I love that. But like the people who work, they are like, just one yeah. hug. Move it along, please. And I, like, I hope not. <sighs> I, feel, I feel like we're... We we gotta not yeah you know we gotta, we gotta hug everyone yeah we have to hug everyone yeah I would it's nice yeah. to give like the moment a moment yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm excited I'm really excited this year I don't know if people know this but Olivia like you is this weird to say that how you've never slept at VidCon. No, it's not weird to say. I still she's yeah, never I stayed like, at the hotel. Never stayed at the hotel. I'm just like not a big fan of sleeping on not my bed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I rather <laughs> drive. I'd rather be, because everyone parties after the day. Like, everyone goes to parties. I'd rather be very sober and drive back and live my life. I'm very, like, about, like, I love to stick to, like, my schedule. I love to, like, I wake up. I do a certain routine. You know, I work out. I go to, I walk to Starbucks. Like, I just have this routine down. And I just don't like it when it's, like, and I seem like such a person, you know, but, like. I've never thought that. I just love to be comfortable in my space. Like, I turn on my humidifier. I, like, get to sleep next to Sam. We watch TV. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think this year I might sleep with you. um, If, if, you know, 
If things go well. If things go well. Wait, I what's might. different? There's got to be something different that this man. year you're like, okay, well, I feel... okay, this year, since I'm coming, I'm literally coming back from Italy the day before. Ooh. So I might be really tired to even drive back. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably just crash. Only safety. One of the nights. Yeah. Safety first. Yeah. And, um... You're going to be so jet lagged? No, I don't believe in jet lag. Okay. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> my brain. VidCon 2019. We'll see. Well, okay, I'll, I'll update you guys. But the thing is, I don't believe in jet lag because I can sleep anytime, anywhere. True. Like, Do it right now. I Go. could. Do you know me? Her I, eyes, she was just sitting here with her eyes closed minutes I ago. I can fall asleep anytime. Yeah, Courtney's like, Olivia, are you meditating? She's like, no, I'm just sleeping. <laughs> I just, I, I, that's, yeah. So um, I, you might get me around. Wow, a summer party. First sleepover yeah. since seriously sleepover. I, yeah, I've never. I never thought it was like a, a like a. It's because I don't like you guys diva thing. Yeah, no, oh, it I could know. be. And I'm down to just own. Like I have certain things in like that I like to be comfortable with. Like you know, do you get your own hotel room when you go? Um, now Are you, share, you share now with I a do. Last year I shared with Bose, but then up until then I always shared with Sohinki. What? Yeah, I never got my own hotel rooms. You share with a guy? Yeah, but I had to, I had to do that in ballet as well. There that was just a number seemed of unheard times. of. Her, yeah. unheard of for <laughs> no for, for for since the beginning of like SG tours and stuff and like we did a lot of like overnight stays like everywhere just well, for like I guess, yeah. game cabins yeah and stuff yeah and yeah stuff, winter games yeah so my roomie was always a winky wow oh, yeah. that's yeah. cute he's a clean guy. <laughs> he, he, I've been to his place. Like he, it, he keeps You're it really pretty clean. tidy. So I don't. He's I tidy. Don't care. Yeah. He's super tidy. I used to um, uh, stay at Wes and Joven's house uh, <clears throat> when I wasn't living in LA yet. Oh, but yeah. I would come down every week to work with SG, and they are not very clean. So <laughs> no. I was like, okay, I don't want either of them to be my roomies. I lived there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, West for like a year. You know, things stack up in the dishwasher, yes. and then it's just disgusting. Gross. And so I was like, I don't want those two. Laser Corn would set me a, a, like on fire in the middle of the night because he'd think that it's funny. So yeah, so thank you. What he and pranked you? Wait, he set. Wait, hold up. He set <laughs> you on fire? fire? No, I just feel like he's Are insane. You a witch? <laughs> I just can't trust the man. <laughs> I'm not the witch. He's the witch. <laughs> he's insane. Oh my god, dude. That's. I mean, I low key Olivia with the whole hotel thing. Like, it's. I find it. It's been great having two beds. Yeah, just choosing you can which bring one I can some sleep. boys home and have them sleep in the other bed. Yeah, <laughs> sleep in mine. Yeah, I need my space. I remember I like people you. were like using that bed, like because I wasn't occupying it. I uh, I would sh- I would use both beds. I was gonna yeah. talk about something else. Was probably that. wait. I had, I had a boyfriend one oh. year. Oh, so you guys would sleep separately? Yeah. Cool. That's really hot. I'm a '50s TV show. <laughs> <laughs> they, had, they had their like night sacks so, yeah. and they, they tie it Good up night, so honey. make sure that there's no hands out <laughs> but yeah no t- I, I definitely a couple years would be like mm, which bed should I sleep in tonight the one I already slept in or the one that's crisp and fresh yeah Pete and I like to do a thing where we call one the staging bed so it's like you get to like nap in it when you're still like like in your like oh, regular clothes oh, or like staging? sit on it when it when you're like have like dirty clothes on or whatever and then the clean bed after you've showered 
But <laughs> that bed is actually not that clean. Like hotel bed beds are very dirty. Oh no, let's not get into this. Please don't. I stay in a lot of hotels a yeah, lot of the time. Really bad. Dude, I will say it's Olivia. Bad. Olivia has made me so overly conscious of bacteria. Mm, like since no, I started, no. I have to wet wipe everything. Yeah. Stop. No, I, I eat stuff off the ground, and I'm very happy yeah. with it. I I just need the to hell? keep doing that. I what know. Like I'll notice certain parts of like a business establishment, and I'll be like, I wonder how long it's been since someone like wiped that because probably nobody thinks about that little handle right there oh i have not done five finger palm grab on any knob in years <laughs> it's not how i operate my life every time i see a knob or a handle it's like two little fingers i haven't done the full f- palm in a long time wow oh. wow you would be horrified with me because like you i'll just go touch everything you're like ah! yeah i'll go through like <laughs> like security at like an airport use like the bins and whatever like put my shoes oh, back yes, on whatever bins. and then go eat like like a sandwich and I'm not that bitch like that's holding the trays like this Ugh, like and i'm just like i, uh, I think i haven't not. gotten sick in like over like a over at least a year and a half I haven't had a cold. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Because I'm gross. <laughs> Dude. I haven't gotten a cold because I'm clean. <laughs> Olivia has I acrylic nails. Twice. I even Just when I'm, to hold you know stuff. How, you know how I step on the floor? Like, my toes are like Oh, this. my God. Yeah. And that Try Not To Laugh gauntlet, she comes out barefoot. And, like, it's, a, it's incredible how little of her feet are on the ground. Like, she's almost hovering. She and the other so day scared. we were shooting something. I was wearing Courtney's heels. With my bare, like, foot in it, feet in it, I took it out, and she saw me wiping it down with Clorox. And I was like, oh, no, it's not you. I just, my feet, it's not your shoes that are dirty. It's like my feet touch the floor. <laughs> but honestly, it was because I was stepping in your shoes. It's fine. Those <laughs> Calvin Klein's are not the cleanest. Those I are my feel like we should do, like, a vlog, like, of, like, reversing each other. Like, you have to do all the things that I do. Oh, oh. And, uh-huh. <laughs> I, you would be lucky. I would be in the. You'd be uh, I would get the flu immediately. No. I would yeah. literally have strep throat. Yeah, you've oh been you've gosh. been sheltering yourself from building immunities. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm like harboring a lot. I'm like a petri dish. <laughs> I can't even look at you your right biology now. class in senior year. All I do, like even my friends, like I I like love to take a lot of vitamin C. I don't take. Vitamins. I don't even. I take a lot of oregano oil. I took a shot last. Night, not that I was getting sick, but um, I just love to do preventative work. I feel like the hotel beds because they they use white sheets and white towels and everything because they bleach it, so it should be pretty clean and like bacteria free, mm-hmm. right? Sure, unless you're not okay with bleach, <laughs> and then in that case, it's all over your body. I don't know, my body always itches when I'm sleeping. I'm I also oh. sleep naked, so um, I'm nice. very I'm exposed to a lot of Hot germs. Tip. Olivia sleeps naked. I'm I sleep. Naked. Everyone knows. <laughs> so when there's a fire, if anything happens, I'm going to run out of the hallway naked. <laughs> but then your pajamas won't catch on fire because a lot of pajamas are actually like flammable materials. That is why I so sleep naked. So you should be careful. <laughs> uh, I have like grown up like matching pajamas. What? Now. I think it's so cute. They're from J. Crew. Wow. Yeah, I'm like a 45 year old woman. <laughs> um, but I'm very proud of them because I was always in like t shirts and boxers or whatever I can find. And then I think like maybe a year or two ago, I like Marie Kondoed my closet. And then I was like, you know what? I think I deserve matching pajama sets. That's and good. So, for, that very good for you. Yeah. Is it? No, it's actually bad. I don't. I you I, sleep naked. You uh, hate yeah. Clothes. Well, that's because I get woken up in the middle of the night with a wedgie. So <sighs> I like to prevent that from happening during my slumber. Makes sense. I do. Yeah. I usually do. 
t-shirt, like not a real pajamas, like t-shirt, boy underwear. Not like, like boxers or... Yeah, it gets in the way. It's just... I, I can't do anything tight, though. Like, like underwear. Like, you know, like it's always like really cute and like, mm. like, I don't know, I guess like... Photos or like stuff you see in movies or whatnot when they're like, oh, a little underwear and a little t-shirt. Underwear is like you wear it all day. I can't mm-hmm. wear it at night too. Like it's yeah. just too tight all the time. Yeah, I've definitely wanted to get like a little silk pajama set. Ooh. That's so like cute. <laughs> <laughs> Was that real? I mean, I save a lot of money. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so <laughs> save money. Be naked. Be naked. <laughs> save the planet. Be naked. But on that VidCon tip, what was, Mario, I remember hearing, like, your first VidCon was, like, kind of crazy, like, because you were, like, with, it was, like, you were with Ian and Anthony for most of it, and it was, like, a whole, yeah. you were new still, like, what was that like? It was, um, I think maybe a year into Smosh Pit Weekly was the first VidCon I went with them, and it was, like, still really, like, not organized. It, like, we don't have, like, these, like, really, really, like, set schedules and stuff, and so they had a signing and meet and greet, and it was literally just a table, and people would line <laughs> up, and it was, like, they were, like, oh, Mari, do you want to sit with us? And I was, like, okay, and so I just kind of sat there, and, like, I think, like, Maybe, like, one out of, like, every, like, ten fans were excited to see me. Um, maybe that. Um, and they're like, oh, you're the you're the girl. Um, <laughs> but it was really, really sweet. Like, I still have artwork from that first oh. year that people, um, like, were nice enough to hand me. And, um, yeah, it was still, like, a very new thing. It was so, like, pure because, like, you don't. I don't know, unless you were really into, like, like the uh, YouTube industry, like, you didn't really know what VidCon was. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't just, like, this, um, like, household thing that people mm-hmm. go to every single year. So it was still really interesting. And and at that point, like, I still didn't see this as, like, my, my career. Like, mm-hmm. my dancing was my career. This was, like, an offshoot thing where, like, oh, I did this, like, on, like, one weekend. Like, yeah. and it was just a thing. So I was still in... A hundred percent denial that this could be what I do for you know a, a lengthy amount of my time. Mm-hmm. And there was no Smosh Games yet. No Smosh Games yet. Whoa! Wow. And so that's crazy to me because when you started, like it was like in sketches and stuff, and then I came in and it was like sketches, and then still also group stuff. You came on; it was just you in your videos. Like mm-hmm. that's that's a big step. It yeah. was a lot of trust too. It was a lot of trust from Ian and Anthony and Ryan and Ryan. Just being like, uh, this is the the type of show we want, um, go make it. And them full well knowing that I had never edited, never produced, never, you know, like spoken in front of a camera. I never did anything for comedy, nor have I ever written scripts before. And they gave me full, like, creative and just full wow. trust. Yeah. You know, I learned really, really quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I did a lot of, like, YouTube tutorials of, like, how to mm-hmm. edit on Final Cut Pro. Um, and it was a crazy learning curve, but I absolutely loved every single second of it, yeah, even though dude. I had a breakdown every Saturday. Oh, love that. Mar- love you're that. a very, like, competent, capable person. Like, you are so good at everything you do. 
It comes from insecurity, though. Really? <laughs> yeah, for sure. It comes from insecurity and fear of, like, not being competent. Mm. And so, like, for better or for worse, that is the thing that has fueled me. Like, now mm. I can understand where it comes from. And I can, like, balance it out of, like, whether things are healthy or not. But, like, for a very long time, I didn't understand that that's where it comes from. Where it's like, like, Mari, we need a 50-page letter by tomorrow morning. And I say yes out of the fear of sounding like I can't do it. Mm. Right. I think we do that a lot, right? Yeah. Like, like you're able to admit it, and I think a lot of people don't admit that, and I think it's awesome that you just did. It's yeah. been a long time to understand mm. it. It's like I, I think I've, I still catch myself doing it where it's like why do I have so many things on my plate yep. it's because I have a fear of saying no and it's a fear of like rejection like if I say no too many times people stop asking mm-hmm. and so I'm yeah. like oh, I can't say no so I have to say yes and now I have like no time and yeah I, I resonate like, so hard with that yeah. it's, it hurts I think like as a female like you also feel like I have for me personally we can do it yeah it's like for me personally I feel like I have some like first of all I just want to always say yes because I feel like if I don't I'll just seem rude or like mean or something and then I also just want to prove to that person that's asking me to do something that I can do it you know and I think like I need to trust that I just have to do things that make me fulfilled and like I have nothing to prove to anyone. And I think that's something that I'm still struggling with Mm -hmm. and just like trying to do, you know, like, I don't know. I, I, I struggle with all the time. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I get a script for this. And I'm like, I don't really like it. And it's like, I can also say, no, I don't need to do it. I don't Mm. need to do everything, you know, and like taking that pressure off of myself. I think women grow up with this chip on our shoulders and it's like it comes from so many different things but I feel like somehow society has continuously have had us grow up with the thought that we're expendable like Mm -hmm. like oh you can't do it I'll find someone else who can and it's like you know you and I came up with a dancing background and Mm -hmm. it's very much like that it's like oh you can't handle this part there's a girl who has the exact same body shape as you who has the same skill who we can replace in a second you are absolutely replaceable Replaceable. and in a lot of ways like I think we grow up with that mentality and you know sometimes like schools reinforce that workplaces reinforce Mm -hmm. that and it's it's important to understand what reinforces that in your life Mm -hmm. and why it's just I and to be honest I felt very replaceable and when we were at Defy it felt like I was like they told us that yeah Yeah. they literally told us we can replace you easily and that made me feel like I wasn't valuable and that type of enforcement just makes you feel like you're not important you know Mm -hmm. and it's just like even no even though no one's saying that to you like oh you're not important but then inside we're sensitive people and I think that like I would think that I'm like okay so I don't feel special in this position at all like I feel like you can call another person in and just take my spot and this just made me feel insecure and like very lost you know Ian had talked about this one guy at Defy who, like, it felt very weird what his job position was. I remember having lunch with him one day. It was, like, in the new year uh, of of 2018. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, I think he was just trying to, like, get prepared for, like, possibly renewing contracts Mm -hmm. a few months later. And he was, like, yeah, like, so how do you feel? And I was, like, you know, like, things feel kind of strange lately. Like, there's been layoffs. and, And, you know, like, I'm starting to really, like, feel, like, the mortality of this job 
And he was like, well, you, you know, you should. And, mm-hmm. and, like, it's so weird, like, as a human being, yeah. just being, like, having that rug ripped under you. Because, like, okay, so then is what I'm doing meaningless right. to you? Because I don't feel like it was. Like, I think a lot of times it's, like, a form of power to make someone mm-hmm. feel like they're replaceable. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, in relationships even, it's, like, manipulative because... Mm-hmm. It's like, I know I'm working my ass off and you're saying you could still easily replace me. And it's like, I sometimes like don't believe that person. I don't believe that. It's uh, like straight up like Stockholm syndrome is yeah, what we were going exactly. through. Where it's like, we love being with each other so much that we take the abuse from people who aren't even in the room with us yeah. ever, who, or who never stepped foot in our office, but who have the power to tell us like, oh, we're going to start phasing you out, which is what they started telling me. And oh. I was like... Cool. They actually said that to you? Yup. And I'm like, cool, the thing that I've been working on is not really ours. Would, cool. When did that happen? Was it was it phasing out when they stopped Smosh Pit Weekly or was it later on in like just games stuff? It, it was games stuff. So it was it was basically like, oh, little a little less, little less like you know, in in a more timely fashion of mm. like oh people won't notice sort of thing. Ugh. And it's like it's it's weird because it started to feel so far away from what we had all, mm-hmm. you know, put so much time and effort into. And it's I don't know. It's incredible how we've been able to scoop scoop up everything and then like start over and mm-hmm. like start like building mm-hmm. this like mashed potato of like fun stuff and all the good stuff. You know, and it's and I think it's incredible that all the good stuff remained out of all that. Yeah. And I think this person that you're mentioning also told me that he would compare my work to another person's work within the company. And it's like, you should do it like this person because you should follow in this person's footsteps. I'm like, well, this person's journey and their life is completely different than mine. Like, we're not the same person. And, and I don't like that type of authority, especially from someone who has not lived my life, who does not look like me, tell me how I should carry out my career and journey just because this other female did it right and he approved the way she did it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, I remember hearing that. I'm like, I'm sorry that I'm not doing something the way you envisioned my career to be like. And I'm like, but at the same time, I shouldn't feel apologetic about that because the thing is like we're instilled like this competitiveness especially amongst like women to Mm -hmm. it's like you compare biological yeah and it's like you I don't need someone to compare me to someone because I already feel a lot of insecurities Mm -hmm. within myself you know so it's like I remember feeling pretty down and I'm like why am I letting this person affect me you know and it's like we can all help each other and like great I admire the way you came up I admire the way you do your thing like and I should also admire the way that I'm handling mm-hmm. whatever I'm doing so that's so rough that's like hearing a parent being like why can't you be more like your sister exactly and it's because yeah. I'm not my sister and it's like would I ever say that to another person like hey you should do this like this person it's like I thought you know we're all individuals we do our own thing and it's there's yeah. just so much more constructive ways of doing any kind of criticism for someone I think it's um going back to like competition I think one of the coolest moments that I had in my life and it came late it came really really late mm-hmm. in my life is um just realizing that there's so much abundance everywhere mm-hmm. and honestly like Pam was like one like she is the person that opened that up for me and like really like melted so many of like my walls because I realized that you know there's there's no reason to like 
I don't know, see other people's competition. Like it's yeah. just such a small like way of of seeing things. But in our adolescence and when we're growing up, mm-hmm. it's like when the pool is so small, mm-hmm. you feel that. Like, yeah. like there's only one really cute boy in the sixth grade class mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like <laughs> those things that are like biologically like inherent in us like come out in the worst ways. I think in adulthood, I've realized like there's, there's there's so much to go around and especially now in an era where we're creating our own jobs and like making up mm-hmm. things that we can do and like how to work with the people we want to work with like in that world there is so much abundance there's yeah. no reason to be like that should have been mine that shouldn't yeah. have been that person's yeah i just i think that for me one of my biggest hurdles that i need to get through is because i grew up you know doing ballet, always in competitions. It's being competitive with other classmates in your class. And it's just like instilled in me that it's like, I have to be really good. Mm -hmm. But that at the same time, I'm still dealing with that now. It's just like, there is a lot to go around. And I think people are creating their own jobs. And like, I'm always so hard on myself. No, you're not doing enough. You're not you're not trying hard enough. And then like, that's something that I struggle with daily. Maybe that's one of the reasons why I have to wake up, do this thing, do this thing, because I have to feel like my, my, my schedule is so jam packed that I'm being productive. Yeah. Like you can always be better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, mm-hmm. Like I was just dealing that with that this morning. We were like recording, we have a song that we're recording. We're going to be filming. I'm really excited with that with you guys. But like, it's one of those things that I especially felt where it's like, I, I could have done that better. I, I could have done more with mm-hmm. this today. I could have done more yesterday. Like, it's just constantly like needing to be more than what you are, mm-hmm. which sucks. Like, I mean, and, and then it's like, I don't want to give that up either because I don't want to be lazy and not be thinking about how I could be better. Like, I don't want to just be like, Meh, I'm fine where I am. I don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you want to be happy and, su- and sure of yourself. Mm-hmm. Us working in, you know, social media as public figures and stuff like that, we're also surrounded by other public figures. And we're s- now, you know, before it's like you didn't have social media to update you on your friends' successes or <laughs> other people's, how they look. And now you can see in an instant, it's like, oh, this person's doing this. Oh my God, wow. And look at me, I'm not doing this. Or like, this person looks like this and I still look like this. And it's like, now you get to see it instantly. For me, it gets overwhelming sometimes, but I have to remember, it's like, I'm staying true to who I am. I I'm not going to let other things affect me. Like, this is, I want to live my life as a very authentic person. But it's hard because there's all these outside sources that come into play. Yeah, now we have, like, other perspectives. It's like when you don't know any different, Mm -hmm. you're just doing your life. Yeah. That's one thing. But since we're seeing hundreds of people's different, more successful or less successful lives, it's... yeah. Yeah, you can't help but compare yourself. I mean, even when we first came on, we were compared to Ian and Anthony and, like, Mm -hmm. why it sucked that we were there at first. Like, I I don't know how much hate you got when you first started, but, like, it was, like, a year Mm -hmm. or two before people were, like, really down for Mm -hmm. for us. Like, did you – was it rough at all? Oh. um, I heard she had the roughest, like – it oh, was, that's right. You were, like, the first, so it makes sense. It was sense. weird I, because it was always Ian and Anthony, and so having another person, and especially it being another girl, was, like, a double whammy. Who yeah. was Asian? 
Who, we, you know, I mean, I don't, yeah, I mean, it, it, it played into really easy jokes and exactly, really easy, yeah. like, pokes for, like, mm-hmm. Asian people. But it was, so much of it was like, oh, how did you get on the channel? Which guy are you sleeping with, Ian or Whoa. Anthony? Yep. And it very much becomes this, this play of, like, oh, the only reason why a woman can succeed in anything is if she's sleeping with somebody. Mm-hmm. And that became a very relevant um, sort of, piece of conversation and you know I'm on the outside and we're, we're all on the outside enough and you know we were all in our respective relationships that like it was such a comfortable thing to look at from the outside I saw it as something really interesting to see as where I was just like man sexism happens on both ends it's not just men or women saying it. it's like it's both mm-hmm. saying this where it's like the only reason why I'm on here is it had to have been that and so yeah it, I would say that my dislike to like ratio was about 55 to 60% um, for, I don't know, how long, Ryan? Like a year and a half? Wow, yeah, dude. every Saturday. And this was when, like, you could still see, like, the green bar to the mm-hmm. red bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was 50-50. Wow. But, you know, I mean, I, I, I think I, in a lot of ways, like, I was able to create a bubble around me um, and see it just from, like, the aspect of, like, why people would see me as that. I was a threat. I was a threat on their, like, you know, their teen idols of, like, Ian and Anthony, the perfect boys, you know? Like, and I remember being like that with, like, Sync. Like, when, when like, Britney Spears started dating Justin, I was like, oh, my God, there goes my chance. What, what a bitch. I hate her. <laughs> that could have been my guy. And I remember that mentality of it being so real to me that when I saw that and they're like, oh, now she's going to take them away. I'm like, oh, I understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm, it's yeah. not that, but I hope you know, I, I can earn you with merit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I remember when we had our first episode of Seriously Super Stupid Sleepover come out. Mm-hmm. We were like, cool, it's out. And I had no idea that it, that was being uploaded in place of Smosh Pit Weekly. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know that there was a, like, I was like, what? I was like, oh, this is replacing something. I yeah. had no idea. And, like, I didn't know you, like, at all mm-hmm. at that point. And, like, so the fans were really upset. Like, at first. Yeah. Like, I I remember. It's such a different, strange show. And it's so weird that they create that competition as if, like, you guys took my spot. Like, it wasn't that. Like, the the show was coming to an end. I had no idea until I read the comments. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh. And then you're like, now I'm feeling really bad that... I did. It's like we did wrong by you. Like we we, had no idea. Yeah, and it's not that. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I, I think I, I always have to put myself in the position of fans, and it's like. Mm By by them saying that to you guys, they're defending me like they have some sort of like you <laughs> right. know like pressure to like I don't know defend me in some way. Yeah, it's like how the tables have turned. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how that just like it, it repeats itself. Yeah. yeah, but it's also like why start shit? You know? Oh, yeah. totally. They're like, and then the first summer games was like pretty quickly after that. I think was it really? I that mean, came real fast. Yeah, I mean, I was brought on April early April and and Summer Games was on my birthday that year and I think we did like the the shoot I don't know I don't know how the timing lined up but like what was that like for you guys I feel like I came in hot like I came in and they were like oh make vines and 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 yeah and we did all that stuff and like you you Olivia you and Keith and Noah like were just coming out of this like slump because they hired you guys and then you were just like do like 
Tell me like that. Yeah, well, nobody really told us like our job title. Oh, I remember that. And yeah. it was like, I was, I mean, for me, I was very confused. I thought I was brought on to be an actor. Didn't know I was brought on to be also a personality. I didn't even think, I, I, I was so confused, but I was doing this with two other people who were, just, who were just as confused. So we were just like trying, like nobody was really talking to us unless we were needed. So um, it was it was very confusing. I wish there was someone who told us, hey, this is what it is. And like, you know, this is what you're required to do. Um, because I remember you guys would spend like eight hours at the office. Yeah, and, doing nothing. Yeah. Just watching like old Smosh sketches and um, getting to know each other. But yeah, it was really interesting. But... And then when you guys came in, you had this burst of energy, and we were just like, we've been doing this for, like, three months, and we're, like, we're kind of just, like, we're not sure what we're doing. Yeah, you guys were contractually told to pretty much just stare at a wall eight hours a day. And then yeah. when they come in, and all of a sudden they're doing personality content and having us do vines and all this crazy yeah, stuff. and so. we had to immediately gel. Like, we had to immediately become these best friends. Mm -hmm. And that was so odd because it, there was no like training program. It's like you got to do this. Yeah, we had and a be lunch. friends, and <laughs> we had one lunch, and we're like, all right. So I mean, I knew Courtney and yeah. Shane knew Noah, and it was just so weird. And you had to. It's like you had to turn it on, and I never understood what that really meant until I was like. There was this video where I looked like I was pissed, but I wasn't pissed. You just didn't know. I remember I, this. I, this yeah. is just who I am as a person. Like, like as a person. I'm not on. Like, I'm a very real, like... Chill. Chill. I don't... It's it's not who I am. So... And then I realized, I quickly figured out that YouTube fans and people who watch YouTube want to see you very engaged and interested. And it wasn't that I wasn't engaged or interested. I was just... I thought this was me. Like, I'm just who yeah. I am. So... And then it's just like, okay, you really have to, like, be very interactive, mm -hmm. you know? And, like... So... But then we all became, I, I think we had, like, you and I had a rough patch because I didn't know. I think it's, like, we knew each other as friends outside yeah. of work. So when you start working with a person, you really understand, like, oh, this is how they work. It's very, it becomes, you see a different side of them yeah. that you're not used to seeing. We were four feet away from each other eight hours a day Yeah, now. and it was like, oh, okay, so now we have to bond in a way that wasn't, like, how we were. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, now I have to, we also have to somehow mesh together in a work environment mm -hmm. and I think it was um and and it was and and there were a lot of people not a lot maybe there was one person who would be in both of our ears or other people's ears mm -hmm. talking shit about each other like oh she said this about you he said this about you and it's just like perpetuating <sighs> the competitiveness and the uh yeah dude and that's not yeah and it's just like but i quickly understood i was like that's not how you're supposed like first of all you shouldn't meddle between cast members who are supposed to be best friends you know mm -hmm. like and i remember this was was that like one of the producers yeah it was really yeah. damaging it, it was really damaging to have someone who was an authority figure go and start creating these allies and rivalries between each mm -hmm. of us and I don't know if I'm I'm no, just being very real. honest about what happened and like that's real that that particular person enjoyed stirring the pot yeah that's so rough because he he, he I think he felt like it was making him closer to each of us yes yes and that and it's just so easy to manipulate two girls who are now 
on this channel and have to be like good and like I know that I came in very hot and just like eager because it was like YouTube was my dream job and like in mm -hmm. a lot and I like just I, like you I wasn't told a lot of stuff so like I didn't understand a lot of things so I would I would act entitled towards certain things like so there was a lot like that made it hard to like mesh for sure yeah and I think it was because it was our first job like none of us we were all actors like mm -hmm. none of us were in this environment so we really had to learn how to communicate with each I don't know if Smosh Games was like that as well but no we just talk shit to each other <laughs> yeah like you we, guys are real you guys are pretty good about that. we were just so held back like we until we realized we were gonna be with each other for the next four years and we just had to if we wanted to work together like we couldn't be selfish like our goal had to be the same goal and like we had to really just bond and be open with each other mm -hmm. and like there was a priority that, yeah and I remember my ways of doing things shifted like how I approached a problem shifted it's like okay how are we gonna make this productive and like how are we gonna like each other and like be close without I wonder if like each other. like BTS goes through the same thing <laughs> I don't know what's hard <laughs> yeah I'm sure like, I don't know I feel a like K-pop band on here yeah let's talk about how they all mesh oh my god so many of them but now like we love each other and literally it was probably like six months later we're all like okay yeah. like I love you like you're like my sibling yeah. like you know it was just like the the rocky first it's yeah. growing pains. It's it's readjusting, yeah. finding the equilibrium. And like Joe and Matt Robb originally were like summer games because it was sure it was cool content, but it was also they're like it's time for these people to like really like bond, yeah, yeah. like games and sketch mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. And that was that it was, was like, really fun. Really like the only two times that we got to come together, mm -hmm. and they were like wonderful. It and was, was Shane's it was amazing. First week. <laughs> Was yeah. the first summer games. He was the rap. That's he wasn't even on the And then, like, remember we were saying how things just repeat itself. I remember when Anthony left and Ian had to come back to the group and also gel with us and, like, mm -hmm. understand and, like, try to see us at, like, a friend level, like, as a person, you know? And that was also really interesting, too, because it's, like, he was with Anthony and they had their thing and then him coming and joining the squad dynamic. We also had growing pains mm -hmm. with that. And, like... You, you and Shane were very, like, open and vocal and told him, like, I, I hate confrontation, so I just yeah, yeah. was, like, just listening. But you guys were also, like, like hey, this is how we do things, and you guys made it a point to, like, include him and feel open to, like, discussing certain issues with him. And I thought that was really awesome, too, because that's exactly what we did with the squad. So, and now Ian, I see him as a friend and someone that I can be like, hey, that was rude, what you said, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I couldn't, now I feel the liberty to be like, hey, that wasn't cool. And, like, that just brings <laughs> us closer. Dude, remember when we first started and, like, Ian and Anthony were, like, never in the building? <laughs> It was like seeing, like nowadays, because Rhett and Link are so freaking busy, we'll, we'll maybe see them pass by. Also, our office is like kind of mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. connected to theirs fully. But that's like how it was with Ian and Anthony. Like they'd maybe pop in and be like, hey, we'd be like, oh my God, hey, how are you? Okay, yeah. bye. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like, Interesting. they were like Charlie. Yeah. Charlie's Angels. Yeah. It was too, hi, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. They would come in, like, once every two weeks or something, huh? Yeah. I mean, Smosh the movie was coming out in the beginning. Yeah, they were busy and, like, boys. Yeah. I think I remember Anthony, like, saying, like, we're 
basically as busy as a president. Like, he no. said that. I, I don't know if he's joking, but he definitely said that. Hilarious. That's funny. That yeah. Dude. I think by then they were both off of games, so it was kind of expected that we didn't see them. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, you guys were in the, the dark corner. Oh, yeah, we were in the cave. Yeah. They shoved us in a cave because we were always too loud. <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys, you two had like a Slenderman. Video. Oh my god, do you and remember that? Oh my god. You were I so hate, nauseous. I hate that. I'm like everyone knows I like to not do that. Um <laughs> What the f- hell was that? Like I had a like why was I so dizzy? Would I have to wear anything on my eyes? I don't think so. I think oh, I was, was watching just, the screen. I think we were just playing just yeah. a PC and, game. And you know, like we normally record for like an hour, fifteen hour and a half. I think you tapped out at like twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and I was, I was like, like cool. I literally. First of all, the cave had no air. Yeah. It was so hot. It was and all I dark. Had to play this game. I've never played. Don't really know how to use those consoles, like those buttons. <laughs> and I'm just like watching this. I'm like. I literally am about to throw up on Mari. I'm like, that is why I watch The Real Housewives and I don't watch Slender Man. <laughs> I was like, oh God. I was like, Ugh. That was a very fond memory of mine. Wow. You were just like, oh, I can't Dude, I did not do feel it. good. I was, like, I was like, what am I doing? And then we were supposed to be talking to each other. I'm like, I can't even focus on one thing. Like, and I'm doing both. <laughs> You're so out of your element. So out of my element. But Amazing. I was like confused. I'm like, all right, cool. Hate games. <laughs> only game I like is Rummy Cube. What's Rummy, Rummy Cube? Cube? It's this really, it's like a board game for old women. Yeah, that's not love. It's that. a very old, old game. It's about patterns and numbers. <laughs> love that game. Don't like games on a screen. You don't like, have games on your phone? Yeah, Instagram. <laughs> nice. <sighs> My Wait, favorite game, Face Tuning. Face Tune's a game for that sure. It's a game. With that said, now you're 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 a video gamer now. Uh, I mean, you've always, you've always played games, but I'm now all, you're yeah. like on the channel. I've always loved video games, but yeah, this was this was crazy. Um, I didn't realize how big of a deal this the Sims show release was until like you started talking with me about it because I was like, holy holy shit! Like, because did did you ever have a show where it was just you? Uh, yes. You did. Okay. Original Mario Craft okay. was Super Mario Fun Time. It was just you. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I was really scared. I was like, wait, is this the first, like, show that, like, is a just a female host and nothing else? Because that just felt really shitty to me to be, like, taking that from you. Because, like, I don't know, you didn't, I, I, there was no, like, p- handing off the lantern There's or if not, that's a thing. Torch. I was really offended <laughs> oh, because... Nobody approached me to play Slenderman. <laughs> oh my gosh! If we could just have like little bits of you playing Slenderman, like at for twenty minutes only at a time, just drool from the. But nausea. Sims is fun. I used to play Sims as a kid. That's like very Sims fun. Sims is the best. Mm. I played Sims too. One time I played it for like twelve hours straight, and yeah. it was it was at my friend's house. She was like napping while I played. Hilarious. So it just it's very on, on brand. It's like it's the perfect show for me to if I were to have any show. I'm really excited. I'm super embarrassed. It did so well, and I love it just as an audience member. Like I don't even I like I don't want to see any episodes in advance. I like I want to watch it as purely an audience member. Because I'm genuinely curious what happens. You didn't make any bathrooms for our crappy house. I How did the game's house sucks? Because I didn't have enough time. Okay, so I, I had one day where I literally was on Sims 4 prepping for hours. And, like, Damien and Shane would come in and, like, hang out with me while I did it. And then I had... Uh, they were like... Matt Rob was like, oh, okay, and now 
make more, but, like, you only have, like, a couple hours to do it. And I was like, okay. So I didn't get to, like, make each room, like, on brand for you guys. And then I forgot a fucking bathroom. It's so good. I also forgot to make Ian. <laughs> like an idiot. People were so mad. I, I'm, I made Matt, Rob, and Sarah, but I didn't make Ian. Hilarious. <laughs> like, that's, I'm so stupid. I, like, well, here's the thing. I, I when I first started playing Sims Four in the in the office because that was my first time playing it ever. I've played Sims Two literally up until six months ago, um, and I was like, oh, okay, to practice and play a little bit, I'll make Ian. I'll I'll see what building a house is like and whatever. And so I made him, and I think I thought he was already in the map. But it turns out I was, like, on, like, the Steam version, which is, like, a different platform where the game was. And they're like, okay, well, here's Sims. So he has his own world. He's in his own separate universe. He's got his whole own world. Yeah. Maybe those two universes will collide oh, one of these sh- days. End game. <laughs> End game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think I, he needs to, I'll make him. I will. I think, like the podcast, your show has a very different candor. And I think that's so cool. Aww. I love it. Because Smash Games is always, like, group dynamics, like, freaking crazy crazy off the wall people yeah, mm-hmm. you know talking at the same time yada 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 yeah, and dude. podcast allows for you guys everyone all of us to have a very different tone mm-hmm. and i think your show does that too and i love that mm-hmm. there's a variety yeah thank we you we need that mm-hmm. thank you it i definitely like filming it felt so weird to me because like literally no one was in the room except for brennan our camera like operations guy and that was so strange to me. Like, even having him, just him in the back, I was like, thank God. Because, like, I am so used to bouncing off of someone in these videos. So, like, it felt so weird to be just me in the center of attention. Like, I still don't know how I feel about it. Like, even hosting podcasts. Like, I'm like, I don't know how I feel about being, like, leading on something. It feels doing very great. strange. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, guys. It's, it's all, like, part of the glow up. And it's, like, it's such a weird mm-hmm. play on, like, you know, we, we've gone through our lives this far, and we're still insecure. Like, we still get insecure mm-hmm. all the time. I'm and I think that's something. Right <laughs> I have no eyebrows on. Dude, you look great. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I think it's important that everyone knows that it happens. Insecurity is just, yes. uh, you know. We hide it well. We hide it well on social media. Yes. You know? And it's, it's I think, that something that we're all really conscious about, but we also still really struggle about. Mm-hmm. I think when an audience sees just our social, like, it's important to continuously have that conversation of like, like all the glamorous, like crazy things. That's mm-hmm. not us twenty four seven. Like that is me twenty four seven. I don't believe that. I'm gonna though. be in no. Italy, so I'm gonna be in Italy. Very I need soon. my humidifier. I need my humidifier. No, it's 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 like a version. Everything is always a version. You know, mm-hmm. like the version of me going to Trader Joe's is not really the version of me going at home. Yeah, that's just kidding. Thing. I'm literally the same way. I'm just saying, like, it's everything you see on social media is literally ten percent of the whole person. I think that's probably why we feel all insecure about being better in our lives mm-hmm. is because we're seeing the social media versions of other people's lives. Yeah. And we're like, oh, I'm supposed to have that great of a life too. When it's like, like I see Courtney drinking smoothies after her workout. That's all I think she does. <laughs> but she is literally more than that. Yeah, like, I, could, I could be taking the, the those flexing mirror photos and stuff. People wouldn't know I go to the gym if I didn't post even just yeah. those smoothie photos. That's the thing. Like, unless you're like shoving it in people's faces, the people watching really don't know yeah. anything other than what you put 
there out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how much like we think we know people, and and now people are on YouTube sharing way too much. Yeah, yeah. and it's now like becoming like now it's expected sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's scary. like you. It's like as a fan, I expect you to be very open about these things, and like you know, and it's like sometimes you are just. Sometimes I just am at the Chick Fil A drive through crying. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We all need those moments. We all and need you won't our see moments. that part because it's the don't you know it's it's weird to film yourself crying. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. don't forget to sigh before you do though. Yeah, <sighs> uh, I love that video. The girl who's just crying and doing selfies. Like <laughs> oh, I had a thought and I forgot what it was. What the fuck, Shh. Mari? You better remember, dude. It was it was your. Face that I was like, <laughs> took oh, it away. Well, no, I was fully focused on it. I'm oh. like, that's really funny. Sometimes uh-huh. I just want to like put out a funny sketch and for the viewers to be like, haha, and then just like move on. And that's yeah. the exchange. Mm-hmm. Not like, I need to know every bad thing you've ever done. Or sometimes it's like, I look at my stories and everything I posted was me in bed, but they forget that 90% of my day was spent outside running errands, doing all of this. But they're like, oh, she's probably just. Her life must be this way. She must be a lazy fuck if she's just in bed all day, you know? Yeah. But it's like, oh, no, that was just me, like, for... Mm-hmm. It's that, like, iceberg analogy, right? Like, you see, like, the iceberg mm-hmm. above water, but then there's, like, a, a, lot. a lot underneath. Yeah. 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 But, you know, I mean, the way that we do broadcast our lives, people think that that's the full package. Yeah. And I can understand why why someone would think that, because I think that of other people, you know? And it's, like, it's important to just keep having the conversation that it's not. I just There's have to find, more. like, an equilibrium that what I show the people is interesting, but then my life as myself is also very abundant and interesting. And mm-hmm. not the, the what people see isn't everything. I have to be really solid myself and be confident as without... That's one of the things is that am I the same without all the exterior stuff added on to me like am i do i think i'm valuable in my eyes without being a member of smosh being having beautiful hair i'm just kidding <laughs> you know it's like it's you like do. guys <laughs> you know yeah but i like the other week i went on a hike with my friend and like it was really nice it was like awesome view it, it was where that top of the world where there was a piano Mm -hmm. as we were leaving our friend was like do you want me to take a picture of you or anything and like there's definitely times where you're somewhere beautiful and you're doing something special and not common that you do in your life and but in those moments i'm just like no i think i want this one for me yeah Yeah. Yeah. and that like makes it feel more special like nobody else knows that i had this amazing day for sure yeah i feel like that a lot with like conversations where it's just like oh that would have been a great podcast but it's also really nice to just have, like, a sit-down lunch with someone you really, like, mm-hmm. enjoy or admire. Yeah. And just just talk. Yeah, just not be, be on my real phone. real person. Yeah. Yeah. I need to check myself all the time with that stuff, too. I'm just, like... Checking your phone? Well, yeah, or just, like, sometimes I'll be in a very, like, great conversation, I'm, and, and then the side of my... I'm like, I, I did not check my phone once. I'm like, I'm really happy that I didn't. Like, I'm back to just... Just I'm so connected with this person, and mm-hmm. that's like it's like it's the important. epitome of sunset photos on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's like you see something beautiful or something's happening, and you feel like you instantly need to document it yeah. and show that it happened. Otherwise, it didn't. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's 
people should not live their lives that way. Like it, it's, sunset happens every day. Sunset literally happens it's every day, <laughs> many times a day. Technically, because it's around the world, constantly happening. But constantly like, happening. Constantly sunsetting. Constantly being photographed. Constantly being liked on Instagram. I mean, it's a weird tie to like mortality, though, right? Like it all comes from the fear of dying. Like we want proof of something happening so that we can like at the end of the day be like I did that and then Mm -hmm. 10 years later be like that happened Mm -hmm. and I have proof of it and Mm -hmm. there's something tangible Mm -hmm. but you know I mean it's I have the best days when it's not documented on my Instagram that's really cool yeah that's really beautiful to know yeah but not saying that what I'm showing you guys isn't like a best day like I the one thing is like if I'm showing how happy I am I better be fucking happy myself inside you know it's like I if I'm faking it, I just feel like a really bad person inside. Like I just feel icky that I'm faking my happiness to people. It's not authentic because I look at people and they're faking it. I'm I just lose my trust in them. You know, I'm mm. just like, oh, you're just not yeah. real. You know, and I just want to. With documenting stuff, like you said, Mari, there was a weird thing that I came went through with when we did my diary videos, mm. where we like read my middle school school diaries. I now am, like, doing a diary again, like, just keeping a journal because I think it's that same thing. I want to document these things. And it was actually really nice because, like, when I am combing through those diaries and not cringing my ass off, (laughs) there's, like, a lot that I'm like, wow, I did that. Or, like, wow, it's crazy that I had this mentality at this specific Mm -hmm. time. And it's, like, actually really cool to be able to have that documented to look back on Mm -hmm. for myself. Yeah. And it's, it's private. It's for me. And so that's why I started doing the journal again. We're never making videos of these ones. But, um, but <laughs> Who yeah. knows? You'll be 60 years old and it's like, okay, let's go through <laughs> Courtney's. Oh, no. Because our, our, our videos that we shoot of each other when we're on set and we're not, you know, we're like, I love that. And the stories? A, the stories of us just having fun, you and I rap battling. Like, that's, I'm, I love that because mm-hmm. then that's a memory and I do it. Because I'm like so happy in the moment with you guys doing that. It's 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 that's like really real to me. Like, yeah. and I get to say, and I watch those videos, like ones in Sacramento. Like, I'll watch us goofing off. Yeah, dude, it's Sacramento days. But like, that's so true. Like, if Keith gets a funny snap of me, or I guess I call it snap, but it's Instagram. I would I tell him to save it and send it to me. Yeah, I me won't too. even post it. I yeah. just want it. Me too. Yeah. It'll go away. Well, yeah. it's this weird like tangibility of like needing digital proof. Yeah, yeah. proof that things happened. Mm-hmm. We're just changing as humans. I don't think I don't think it's anything like terrible or daunting. It's just like it, it's just important to know that we are changing as as humans. Like what we need in order to feel like our life is is you know it's being lived and. There's some sort of memory that goes along mm-hmm. with it that's not just stuffed in our brains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's good to, like, have things that remind you of those good memories because mm-hmm. it's, like, because sometimes you'll have a day, like, I'll be, like, man, like, I'm so not happy. Like, why does it feel like nothing is good right now? But then you, like, I get, I can see, like, literally the, yesterday I was having, I was dancing with Keith. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, there are good things mm-hmm. that I have. And Perspective like, change. You. Yeah. And, like, who you are a year ago is not going to be the person you are today mm-hmm. that's like that journey is good that so journey is good to know I'm, I'm a gemini and i'm constantly changing so mm-hmm. you got like a hundred different faces mm. i'm a scorpio which makes me a fucking Whoa, weirdo scorpio? i can't even tell yeah. you're a scorpio get out <laughs> i know i watched <laughs> you crazy sketch and i'm like oh my god we're the crazy ones uh, <laughs> yeah uh the I'm gemini scared. scene was it hit me like it, like a t- that was so real how shane acted as a gemini i was like damn that's me Really? I yeah. don't feel like you are like that. I didn't know that you guys were your signs until now. 
Really? Yeah, what are you? Know. I'm a Leo. Oh, oh yeah, that's why we're friends. The only, reason. Friend yeah. <laughs> the only reason. The only reason I picked you because you're a Leo. Do we have time? I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Do it. I have a question for you guys being like female writers of sketch mm-hmm. because I recently <clears throat> watched um, Always Be My Maybe mm. and I've always hated rom-coms. Like growing up, I never liked them and I realize why I never liked them and it's because of the way women are depicted yes. in rom-coms and it's for the first time since like Crazy Rich Asians and like a few rom-coms here and there that I've now realized women are written differently mm-hmm. and I think it's because women are writing women like characters now yeah Mm -hmm. but you guys being in the position that you guys are in being able to write like how you guys are depicted like how has that been like empowering and how's that been cool for you guys i mean it wasn't always like that which is like a thing like when we first started i remember we just kind of come in be say a couple lines and like peace out like that was and do a thumbnail photo yeah make sure they got that cleavage shot yeah i i do not from me i got no cleave i mean they tried (laughs) <laughs> yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of face game. a lot of that um but yeah it's come a long way I, I i made a dig at one point when we were when we were doing some writing and i was like you know it's really like there's a lot of scenes where the dude enters and it's like ha ha yes here is this conflict and the female follows around going yes and then the male goes ah ha ha i fixed the conflict and she goes oh dude and then the then the scene's over like that's how a lot of scenes seem to me um but like it definitely It's just cool even just being able to write it at all and just being given that ability Mm -hmm. um, definitely makes things feel better and you feel more in control because – and I'm totally talking – I'm sorry. Anyway. No, no, no. I mean, this is a question that I had purely, like, for you guys because you guys have been able to change – like the the voice of the brand mm-hmm. by being able to be involved in that and i think that's really really cool the sketches that come out now have been highly elevated in my mm-hmm. opinion and i think it has to do with the fact that there's more views mm-hmm. View, not views like like more view counts, but like perspectives yes. yeah because i mean we didn't really have a whole lot of control sometimes over how we as women were in certain content like mm-hmm. i know uh, if I was getting dressed for a scene, they wanted to make sure I was wearing something where then they would, mm-hmm. I remember the wardrobe was like, okay, now push them up. And like, I'd have to oh, like, I remember, make myself yeah. have cleavage. Uh-huh. And like, sometimes I had to be like, no, yeah. I can't. Like, that's re- mm-hmm. like too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just kind of being an, acce- from going to being an accessory in scenes, because like Smosh was two dudes making mm-hmm. videos and they usually played most of the roles until we started or they'd have a casting of Sacramento mm-hmm. actors. But like now that we actually can be like the focus of scenes and the focus of like the concept mm-hmm. of a video and, and how to not piss off women, how to not piss off Asians, mm-hmm. like those things focused around us. Like it's pretty cool because I'm yeah. Asian. You are. You're so Asian. <laughs> I love your I love I love you in that video. So oh good. my god. That was a really hard video to act in. I just watched Always Be My Maybe last night, yesterday, and like I I like literally cried so hard. And it was an element because I love the story. It's it's so different because it's not like the cool wealthy dude and the girl who's struggling. It's like this woman is the really 
famous, successful one, and the guy is the one that's kind of in a slump, and he has to go and chase her, and, like, she's the one that's deciding, do I want to be with, you know? It's, like, a different dynamic, and, like, she's so powerful, and, like, it's it's great, and I started crying. This is so weird, but there's a scene in there when they're having sex, and, like, I was so emotional watching that. Well, the whole time I was, because you never see two... Asian like an Asian couple doing something so intimate on screen it's either fetishized or it's like you don't see it but in this scene it's two people loving each other like having sex and it's like I don't think I've ever seen that ever because you usually see not Asian people doing that and it's something so intimate and sometimes in our culture where that's like a taboo but for them to highlight that in this movie for kind of a long time too it was it was so awesome to see and then towards the end of the movie I was just crying so much because two Asian people wrote this about not them being Asian there was Mm -hmm. the dad wasn't the stereotypical Asian dad like they were they were just normal people and like for them to write that story and just made I think it just made everyone feel very included you know in this yeah, I, I loved it. It was yeah, so I good. I the choices they made. Yeah, and it just, they weren't, they weren't like, hey, we're Asian. It wasn't like that at all. It's just like, this is our life. This is our experience. We drink soups. Like, we have this red soup. It's just not, it's not like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna just profit off the fact that we're Asian. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, it was, it's. I think it's real stories are being told now. Mm-hmm. And it's coming to a point where Hollywood understands that it doesn't have to be this, like, the way that you see, like, what, like, Chinese New Year is in a mm-hmm. Kmart, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, it has to look like a certain mm-hmm. way for people to understand what, mm-hmm. what an Asian thing is. Like, I think we're getting to a point where audiences are smart enough and they're talking about it enough that Hollywood is responding with, like, oh, people just want real stories that that they go through, not just, like, a prepackaged what, you know, like, the overall sort of, like what an Asian person has to be or what a, you know, like what a gay person's life has to be mm-hmm. or, you know, like just a minority figure in, in general. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's gotten to a point where it's like, let's take away the element that makes it different and bring together all the things that, that makes, make us human mm-hmm, and come yes. together. And I think this movie, last little thing, they did it really well where, you know, at the end she has her parents come and she takes her on the red they she takes mm. them on the red carpet even though they've abandoned her her whole life mm-hmm. she still does and it has something to do with like i think as asian culture like even if your parents like are not there with you fully you have to have give them this respect with that is a part of this culture and like bring that in but then her naming the restaurant after this mother figure that she had mm. like that was her really close connection with this person i just think that like everyone can relate to this movie but at the same time there were like no little things like kimchi jjigae it's something that like mm-hmm. koreans love to eat and it's just like these little like really cute details in it that's like oh this is so like Asian and awesome but at the same time this is just a story about a couple yeah Yeah, but it's so I I agree like it's so cool they just they just have it there it's not in your face and but it's it's very clearly there and like enjoyable obviously and like I think when we make our videos and Smosh it's like since we have the voice it's no longer doing how we think it is palatable Mm -hmm. for a viewer it's trying to show genuinely how a woman it would be in this situation Mm -hmm. like we've definitely it's it's come far with that too and i I think it both smosh and that movie have in common or what we're trying to do what they so lovely like they did a great job but like it's just setting a standard of like this is what it should be Mm -hmm. and this is what it is this is what it really is and Mm -hmm. like we're not gonna make it appear to be something that Mm -hmm. it's not.
mm-hmm. other than when our videos get hella crazy and weird. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also just a reflection of you guys in general yeah. anyway. Smosh me crazy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, wow. 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 Um, this, this has been a great talk. I'm glad we made time for our talk. I love talking. This is why I get nervous about hosting, guys. I have guys. to pee so bad. <laughs> I don't know how to end these things. You want a bottle? This one's almost yeah. empty. I've actually oh, I still yeah. have coffee. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of which, yeah, these this is our Smosh Water Balls. Be sure to check out our Smosh.store. Thank you guys so much for coming and hanging out with me and casting this pod with me. Yeah. I love you guys. I yeah. love you guys. I love you guys. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Sad high-fiving. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and thank you guys so much for watching and listening. The full audio episodes come out on Wednesdays, and then the full video episodes come out on Fridays. Fridays, you get to see our faces, but Wednesdays, you get to hear us say some naughty words. I said a lot of them this week. Um, but yeah, so love you guys. Don't miss us. Don't miss us. Right? You don't want to miss this. Don't want to miss this. All right. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.